Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we're discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello and welcome to Good News with Twanda Black. I am your host. I interview folks from all around the world. They're telling the good news about their lives and about what's happening. So I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy my next guest. I want to welcome uh, to our audience, Keith Wonderboy Johnson, one of my favorite guys out there in the quartet world. How are you? I am great. How are you today, Ms. Black? I'm good. I'm good. You're in Louisiana right now from a Juneteenth celebration, right? Yes, yes. So I've been here. I was in Ruston, Louisiana. That was in Shreveport, uh-huh. Monroe, and the other part. I I never been there before. I can't <laughs> say that. I was messing it up. I was getting confused with Japan. I said Nagasaki. <laughs> whoa, whoa. But it's Natchez, Nanch- something like that. <laughs> okay, okay. So I-, I love what you told me before we came on that there were really older citizens there. And what were they saying to you, the importance of where you were performing? Yeah, it was in Ruston, Louisiana. And it was so important. It got, it got real emotional and touching. And it just happens to be a song of high praise where I was talking about we need to send a revival, which means, you know, go back, make some things from the old now and make it good. And they got to praising God and giving God a dance because we were downtown. They have a new amphitheater. And the, uh, the, old, the elderly ladies was telling me, Season Saints was saying, young man, when I was in my 20s, they couldn't even come downtown, period. Mm. So now here it is, they downtown having church and get to dance, and then they were dancing. <laughs> That's an awesome thing. That's an awesome thing. Let's yes. talk about, um, you know, where you came from, uh, your history a little bit. And I also want to know where the Wonder Boy came from. Okay. My history, I was born and raised in, in Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people get confused because I sounds I have so many Southern ways. Yes. So I was born in Brooklyn, New York, and raised in Brooklyn, New York. But my parents, both parents, from a little city in South Carolina called Summerton, South Carolina. And the ritual was my whole family would migrate from South Carolina to New York for that generation. Mm-hmm. And then what they would do in the summertime, they would send all the kids back to South Carolina and we would spend time with our grandparents. So that's how I picked up so many uh, Southern things. So my dad is the one who started me to singing and we had a family group with my dad and my uncles and it was real popular for a little kid to start singing with the group. So I started singing with the group when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. And then I had an opportunity and it was blessed to open up for the Mighty Clouds of Joy. And then Joe Lagarde and Johnny Martin, who was the manager of the group, took me under their wing as a, and adopted me as their godson. But they said they wanted me to be different because at that time, all the little boys would be known as Little and whatever their first name was. Uh-huh. So they was like, um, they don't want me to be like everybody else. So they gave me the nickname Little Wonderboy. Wow. 
So that as I got older and I took over the ring of, you know, the leader of the group, my dad passed the baton to me. The first picture I took, I just put Keith Johnson and my dad had a fit. <laughs> he said, oh no, I put too much blood, sweat and tears and effort promoting the Wonder Boy. You got to do, find a way to let the people know that that's you. So I said, okay, what we'll do, we'll temporary call Keith Wonderboy Johnson, thinking mm -hmm. that they'll, you know, get to know my name, and they'll drop the Wonderboy. I was like, uh, it ain't worked too good so far. Then I started thinking. I said, well, God bless his heart, bless his soul. If Little Richard can be in his 80s and still Little Richard, Little Richard, I could be Keith Wonderboy Johnson. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That's an amazing story. <laughs> and and um, so that means you got to travel um with these guys at a young age what was it like uh being in the entertainment industry at such a young age well it was mind-blowing to me because because i got into it so early so my hero they were my heroes so that's why i said i wouldn't trade my life for, for anything because at that age i i was only i was muhammad ali reggie jackson and uh, Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> the wrestler. I, I was I was into wrestling real, mm -hmm. real bad. So Andre the Giant, and I, I know I'm telling my age, but it was a, a, a man, Bobo Brazil and the Junkyard Dog. <laughs> oh, I remember those guys, basically, yeah. yeah. So that, you know, they were, uh, but they were, you know, they were black wrestlers mm -hmm. who I really was into. So those were my, those were my only heroes besides that. It was the quartet singers, but I didn't get to see all of I only saw Muhammad Ali, Reggie Jackson, and the wrestlers on TV. Right. But here it is. I would get to see the quartet legends, you know. And then my dad had a barbershop in New York. So all the singers would come to my dad's barbershop, you know, get trimmed up before the concert. And mm -hmm. my dad, my dad had a bit of, also was in the clothing, clothing business. Mm -hmm. So he's supplied the groups with uniforms and different things. So I literally, as a little boy, got to meet some of the greats. Monty Clouds of Joy, Willie Neal Johnson, the William mm -hmm. Brothers, Shirley Caesar. Yeah. I mean, you. I got to meet all of them as a, a little boy. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So that is wonderful. But what was it like to be a kid on the road? Or did you get to go on the road as a kid? I'm almost sure you did. Yeah, we traveled, you know, from time to time. We were still considered a local group, but we mm -hmm. would go to South Carolina, we would ride. So that was always, you know, I was always in my own world. So when we would go to South Carolina, places like, you know, were big, big south of the border, and the other, they would have to stop. They know mm -hmm. it was, they had to give me 10 minutes or something. They would have to stop. So I had my little things and, you know, for the majority, he, my dad, he treated me as a kid. He let me be a kid for them. And, um, and then it would be, it was exciting to me. So do you have siblings? I do. Did they sing with you guys or no? Was it just you? One of them. No, well, my sister, she sang. My old, the oldest is a sister. I got two brothers. Um, my dad took them in as a very young age. My older brother, he sung with us for a little while. And then he went to high, after high school, he went into the army. Mm -hmm. So then he stopped singing, and then my little brother, 
he he travels with us and he was just like the technician the you know, manager and he made sure everything was set up and and you know basically he had my back the whole time oh that's awesome that is awesome so yeah. when it was your time to take the reins so to speak um how much from the all crew did you take and how much from what was actually happening in reality especially uh with quartets because quartets mm. were huge back in the day and then they kind of fell off you know a little right. bit i think they're coming back now but let's just talk about that how, how did you mix the old and the new at that time yeah well my story is uh kind of real interesting because at the age of like right after high school i actually went to college mm -hmm. so i stopped singing at all and during my college years my dad adopted my god my god brother uh, spanky williams and in the midst of started singing with my dad then he became the lead singer of an R&B group, Men of Vision, and they were signed to Michael Jackson's label at Sony. Oh, wow. Then he's, so he started touring as an R&B. Mm -hmm. uh, so then I would, when I get off from college, I would go tour with him. I was like the road, the, the, not even the, how we call it, the roadie. I'm the one that I had to go and get the sandwiches and and, <laughs> and all like that. But it, it was teaching. Yeah. It was, it, it was teaching. So then, during that time they had some some members change and the manager knew i could sing this was after i got and I, I i graduated college and then this is when that happened so the manager was trying to make moves right quick so he said uh the lead singer got a brother that could sing but i knew what was in my heart mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, from the day one i wanted to be a young group professional but quartet yeah i wanted to represent I, really i wanted to be the new wave new era of the mighty cause of joy mm. it was it was three groups i specifically at the time mimicked that were my mentors my role models the mighty clouds of joy the canton spirituals and the william brothers oh my gosh all three of them powerhouse right so yeah. i so then i came to my dad i said um we we gotta we gotta sit down and talk I said, right now we're known as a local group, which is no problem for you, but that's not my dream. I said, I want to go. I said, I got an offer to go sing with this R&B group, but that's not what I really want to do. I want to sing gospel, but on that level, on a mm -hmm. professional level. So my dad was the type, he said, well, what are we going to do? You take over the group. Mm. And he said, I'll just oversee. And from then, I started doing different things there. I was like, you know, I went and got, I went to Harvey Watkins Jr. I knew him personally. I was like, you know, I was a, the type, I wasn't scared to ask questions. <laughs> like, um, can I see it? I want to know what a contract looked like. Okay. Can I, can I see your contract? And um, he gave me, he gave me his contract. So all I did was, you know change where his name was at and put my name mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i started from there which was a humbling beginning the same people that used to you know the friends or promoters or whatever in the local area that used to you know pay us three hundred dollars and three chicken sandwiches i started i started putting it on paper <laughs> you know i, I started practicing mm -hmm. so i said because i you know i said the lord 
I said, I'm, I'm praying to the Lord for this. And he showed me he going to make my dream come true. I just got to be ready. Right. So I started practicing then. And then I said, that way it'll be normal practice. By the time I get there, it'll be a ritual. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and that's how he blessed me. All I did was start changing, his, you know, the, the zero. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Okay. So, so as you, as you grew in your career and, um, I've seen you perform so many times, I love, uh, your stage presence. How did you develop your, your funny, your lively, you're having fun, but you're also ministering. So how did you develop your stage presence? Well, I, I'm, I always say, I basically took it from watching my mentors and then i added my own personality mm -hmm. to it mm -hmm. you know i'm not ashamed i i tell any young person in whatever you do not just singing or whatever whatever you do you definitely should have a mentor yeah now yeah. be careful of the mentor you pick true but you should definitely and i i'll be honest with you i told you the main two that i looked at was joe lagon and harvey Watkins jr Oh yeah, oh yeah, and uh, you know we got to see Joe quite a bit before his passing, and uh, that group was yeah. phenomenal on stage. And he actually endorsed my first national uh, CD when it came out. Joe Lagon himself, you know, uh, basically endorsed me and put mm -hmm. in the credits. Like you know, now I'm introduced. I've been knowing him since he was a little boy, and now the time is to finally introduce you. To Keith Wonderboy Johnson, and that was in the inside of my seat, my first CD, yeah. and that that meant the world to me. Yeah, yeah, he was a great guy. He was a great guy. So, um, you know, I know you love quartet, and basically you're a quartet singer. But I noticed on a lot of your projects, and I probably have most of them, that you kind of don't do necessarily quartet, especially when you're doing solo stuff. It's not necessarily quartet. Right. Well, I'll be on that part. I get from, again, those main three. Mm -hmm. That's who I was watching. So I would watch how Joe Lagon, Harvey Watkins Jr., the William Brothers, Melvin Williams, the William Brothers, they would, they would stay quartet. Yeah. But they were never scared to experience with other sounds. And then with myself, I went to my junior high school. I went to uh, Mark Twain, which is school for the uh, gifted and talented in New York. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I would have to. I was in the chorus, so we would sing. We would sing opera, Beethoven. We would sing. I got to get. I got exposed to all type of music. So I love all type of music. So I, I started saying, this would be, you know, um, nice. Put it in our way, and then. My other one was my, my sister. Because mm -hmm. we used to have to, I'm dating myself. We used to have to split the record, the record player. Right? And because, you know, we had to share the record player in the living room and they would give us time slots. And because my dad, myself, everybody else she was around was all quartet. Mm -hmm. My sister did not want to hear quartet. And then so she started teaching me to, you know, embrace and enjoy the Winans, mm. Commission, mm -hmm, the Hawkins mm -hmm. family, the Clark sisters. So that's when I got a love for everything. Then I just started, you know, 
mixing them all, then I notice how when all the gospel greats get together, Joe Lagon will be in that mix. Yeah. You yeah. know, and he knew how to present it that everybody would still appreciate it. You mm -hmm. can you, you can pre appreciate the roots of quartet, but he was still you know been, uh, ministering and getting bringing in other men. Because I was even around my dad and my mother started letting me go around with him as a little boy. Mm -hmm. So I was actually going around when they were being a gospel. They was being a gospel and uh. Well, we call it R&B. But they had a disco hit at that time. So... We do. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> then I started, I was like, um, mighty high. It's gospel, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was a good song. Was yeah, good song. so, so when I started... Yeah. yeah, so when I started, you know, I started bringing it then. So when I came to myself, it was a young man I went to school with, and he was heavy into a heavy metal, grunge, mm -hmm. which was the thing at the time. Oh, so wow. I, st I started telling my guitar player, I asked him, how you get your guitar to sound like that? Yeah, yeah. And then we started getting the, the tools to make it. So we was basically like one of the first people in, well, at that time, because there was no young people in quartet. So we started bringing a whole new sound. Yeah. And then we started seeing them come. And then if I could get a dollar for every person that came to me and said, I don't like quartet, but the way you present it, I could get with it. I could I could buy some nice things. If yeah. I could just get one dollar for every person <laughs> that told me that. <laughs> you know, and, and we, we kind of call it, it's like a old country and new country. We call it old quartet and new quartet. Mm -hmm. I love, love, love New Quartet right now. They are killing the game. Mm -hmm. um, they come in like game busters. They're dancing. They suit it down or whatever they want to wear because all of them don't wear suits. And then they can hit a ballad or, or hit a, you know, or just a contemporary song that's not necessarily Quartet. So they're meeting the needs of an entire audience at that time. So I'm loving New Quartet. Yes, I just tried to be someone to connect it. You know both worlds as it be an example mm -hmm. and be like that bridge and with some of these new artists man <laughs> they aliens you know <laughs> yeah like you know i give them corners i i actually introduced him i was on in texas doing a show with kurt franklin and god's mm -hmm. property mm -hmm. and a young lady walked up to me that she was part of god's property Property, and she was like, "Keep on going." I know you. I love your music. She was like, "You need to hear my little brother." And I was like, "I don't okay. What?" So, coming a little while later, I uh, was in Blaville, Arkansas, at the theater, and I was in the dressing room, and I was like, "Who is that?" I heard the sounds coming from the walls. Mm. Then somebody brought me a phone. And the young lady was on the phone, like, this is Barbara Mitchell. Uh, remember me when we was in Texas? She said, you in Blavia tonight? I said, yes. She said, my brother is there, who I was talking about. And she was like, well, okay, let me go out and see who this is. And it was Tim Rogers. Oh, yes. And yes. So, then, so as soon as I saw I said, the world need to hear him. So mm -hmm. the Lord blessed me 
with uh, one of my childhood friend, uh, D.A. Johnson. He was the VP at Malico Records. And he's a quartet baby too. And his, so the Lord blessed me to do, to do a CD with injunction with Malico Records. And we called it Keith Wonderboy Johnson um, presents the rising stars yeah. of quartet. I got that one. And I called and I said, hey, t I got something for you to be on. The world mm. needs to, you know, need yeah. to hear you. Now that's a bad boy right there. He, and he, he sings he, anything. Oh my God. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. I heard him um, at a Hawks game, after, you know, here at Atlanta Hawks. And they had some kind of program after the game and he was the featured artist. I was just like, oh my God, people have no idea what they're about to hear. He is phenomenal. He and is then phenomenal. Actually yeah. on, then that's why the next generation, I was really in my heart to teach them, teach, you know, the ones that listen, mm -hmm. and we, we gotta learn the business. We gotta yeah. learn the business. So what happened on that same CD, I was gonna introduce another one that's, that, that uh, she's an alien too. And uh, Lisa knows. Oh yes. But, but she didn't have. Uh, they didn't own their music. So, mm. that, so unfortunately, that's you know record yeah. labels do what they got to do. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. that so unfortunately she wasn't there, but she still got to the platform because during that time I met her too, and I was like, and they right there, body distance from each other. Yeah. Like I used to always. I, I really didn't like going to Memphis. <laughs> Cause I thought I thought um, New York was a talented pot. Down here in Memphis, it's like the birds and the roaches and the rats. You can say right. Know, like, so right there, like around the same time, I met both of them, and I was like, they could say anything they want to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I seen them go from, you know, I seen Lisa standing and go from, I mean, singing with the likes of Kim Burrell. And she can do every run in the book. That's and right. And then I see a hole of air and start ministering and going like she surely sees it. That's like, right. So the, this thing is the new generation is 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 uh, you know it's yeah. on and popping. It yeah. is on and popping. Talk about you've got a new project. Well, talk about the last project, but you've got a new project that's coming out as well. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, my last project was. Uh, called an inspirational project. It was a little yeah. something. I, I like doing something different. So what I I did, liked it. Yeah. I, I I did two, which like ten to twelve minutes medleys. Mm -hmm. I honored the William Brothers, so I did a, like a medley of all their favorite songs, and then I did a, a medley to Lee Williams because he had just retired. Yeah. At then, and what was crazy, I was doing. Like we did it in the studio. Mm -hmm. Them people wanted me to sing it live. I'm like, I can't sing it. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can do it in the studio. Can't do that. Then the Lord blessed me in the same town where Lee Williams from mm -hmm. to meet to meet another alien. <laughs> his name this his name was Josh Miles. Oh yes. I mean yes. He, he wrote he was a writer, producer, singer. And I just when we met, I said the world need to really hear your talents so he let me start hearing the song and then i heard the song believe in yourself. yourself yeah and it just touched my heart beautiful and it was full and i i just saw i said the world needs to hear this song 
the youth need to hear this song. The the older ones that's trying to reinvent themselves in life, they need to hear this song. You got to believe in God, but most important, you got to look in that mirror and believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. And the Lord, you got that was the CD. He blessed us to, and we was able to win uh, two stellars off of that one. And you know, the Lord is. But then you had some people, they was like, okay because <laughs> it's not they were like it's not necessarily I know. The quartet yeah <laughs> but, it's like no know, it is not but you're more than that you know yeah i yeah. try to mix it up a little bit and so that was project now this project i got coming out we calling it the Cl collaboration project because i'm uh the lord bless me uh i'm a businessman i get that from my daddy i started my own uh, five years ago i started my own record label so my last three projects been on my record label. So now this one, I'm collaborating with the man that gave me my start, Mr. Kerry Douglas. So my first album was all unpromoted and everything by Kerry Douglas. So you got me, me collaborating together. So it's gonna be a, 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 a joint function with, between me and myself and Black Smoke, which is Kerry Douglas. Yeah. Then musically, I'm, I'm singing a few songs. I'm introducing a few people that, in my eyes, was what we, uh, how we nickname, just been calling them aliens. They just, the talent is <laughs> out of here. So the, um, the, um, the world and the, the industry, they might not have heard of them, but they're hearing them after this, because they yeah. all, talent is out of this roof and it's crazy it's me keeping my word and my to the my promise to the lord because i don't know if you're gonna be if you'll be honest have you ever went to the lord and prayed and you praying to the lord but you was mad <laughs> i'll be honest i was frustrated because i knew what was in my heart and i wanted to do and at that time it just seems like things was not working mm -hmm. and then you know i would go to you know i started as a little boy and i felt i had friends in, in the industry you know my dad knew a lot of people and i just felt like at that time nobody would help mm. would help me and believe it or not i went because you know we had a lot of them there i went to every major label and every major label rejected me mm. and Lord bless the years later, I got a chance to work with every label that yeah. rejected me. Yeah, yeah. So I remember at that time praying to the Lord. And I just said, I made him a promise. I said, if you would make this come true for me, I would be one of those type of artists and be a person to be a connector. Yeah. And I would give, you know, uh, I would give a lot of, I would give the other person a chance. Yes. So there's yes. a lot of there's a lot of things I've done behind the scenes, mm -hmm. and from singers, musicians, uh, you know, producers, them all. I had I was like I always remember my promise because the Lord has blessed me through you know you have relationships. Relationships are key. That's everything. It, yeah, they were always you know say, hey man, let's let's work together, and I was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. We work together. So then. But I will always remember that if I the Lord showed me bump into somebody who's qualified that never got the opportunity. Right, right. You know. Right. So mm -hmm. and they like for one of my prime examples, my collaboration project, 
that's what I'm doing. From producers, musicians, the qualified singers that just never got an opportunity. Like one of my main one is my little, uh, I, I call him my little brother, a young man named uh, Tyrone Jackson. And he started with me uh, in 2002. At that time, he was from Goldsboro, North Carolina. Extraordinary guitar mm -hmm. player. Mm -hmm. Just never got a chance. He yeah, yeah. Never had the opportunity. He had no one on his resume. So mm -hmm. I, gave, I gave, him a, gave him a chance. So he started touring with me instantly. After one, one year of hearing him, I said, okay, I know my purpose. I said, I'm gonna take you around the world so people can hear you. You're gonna remain my little brother, but you're gonna go on past, you know, past me. Right, and right. So it started, we were at that time blessed to um, be in Memphis, Tennessee, singing for uh, the great late uh, uh, G.E. Patterson. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we were we were opening up for Pastor Donnie McClurk. Mm -hmm. And we were having, you know, lunch before the um before the, the service. And I saw him in the corner, just I mean almost so quiet, he almost shaking. So I was like, what's wrong? And he was like, across over at that table, that's Joey Walfall. At that time, I had no clue who <laughs> Joey Walfall was. Uh-huh. But then he finished this. He said, he said, that is my guitar mentor. Wow. wow. So now, me being me, I just walked over to the table. Hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, my name is Keith. And he was talking, talk, yeah, man, I know you, Keith Wonderboy, which I didn't know. He's a world great, a world extraordinary guitar player. Yes, but, he is. But his roots was quartet. Mm -hmm. He's from Chicago. Mm -hmm. So he said, man, he said, I'm definitely knowing who you are. I said, well, he said, I appreciate what you're doing. I said, man, thank you. I'll take it as an honor. But I said, man, my guitar player over there, he's, he said, you his mentor. He said, but he, he kind of scared. Come on. I said, I'm not. <laughs> can, can you come over here and meet my, my guitar player? And they connected. And from then they became brothers. Mm. And that led to other things. And he started calling him, I can't do this, do this for me, whatever. And now my guitar player, this is this is how he take care of his family and everything. So just to tell young people, you can do your dreams can become a reality. That's and he right. he goes on now, he works with CC Winans, After Seven, uh Freddie Jackson, uh even the new Anthony Brown. Uh, Jason, I mean, Jonathan Nelson, some of everybody. But he started with yeah. me yeah. getting that opportunity. And, you know, I, I, I have a, a few things, but I, I really appreciate things. That's what I just love to do. As it should be. We, we have to reach back and help, you know, our younger people to achieve their dreams. Because like you said, some of them will never get the opportunity. They will kind of stay where they are for a long time, unless they get that little push that they need. Now, I want you to tell everybody where they can meet you, where they can see you, get more information, where they can get your music. Okay, if you just meet me on uh, Instagram, is at, at Keith Wonderboy Johnson. Uh, Facebook is at Keith Wonderboy Johnson, or at Keith Wonderboy Johnson, Roman numeral two. Uh, Twitter is at Keith on the boy J. 
And then I'm even into the old fashioned folks. Those that's struggling a little bit, at least you know how to uh, email. You can either email <laughs> me at keithwonderboyjohnson at gmail.com. All right. And of course, the website is KeithWonderboyJohnson.com. Yeah. Thank you so much for just sharing your life with us. Uh, you are just so delightful. And I can't wait to see you out the way we used to see each other. It's always a blessing. Thank you so much. Well, I, nine times out of 10, I'll be there because I know you were shocked last time you saw me because I was singing with cats. I sung with by myself and then I sung with spirituals. <laughs> Well, because guess what? I tell people, there would not be a Keith Wonderboy Johnson without Harvey Watkins Jr. Yes, yes. He's the one, I stopped singing. He's the one that inspired me to come back singing. Mm -hmm. So now our relationship is just like, I use that example, like the NBA, how a lot of superstars, they had Michael Jordan poster on their wall. But how many of them can say they really got to know Michael yeah. Jordan, that he's like family. I go to the Watkins family reunion, whatever I got to do. <laughs> and so now the Lord showed me that's how we have to be each other's keeper. That's and right. you know, he was having some difficulties with his, you know, his voice. He had an accident and he was, you know, we were going, we were doing a lot together before. I remember. That. Mm -hmm. And during that time, you know, be as sometimes people really think that we are we we superheroes which oh, yeah. are not for sure and, and you know i've heard some of the mean things so i just said well you know lord whatever talent you can bless that you bless me with i definitely wouldn't be shared to help the person who i know who, who's helped me yeah. he's helped me on stage but most important off stage All he's right. helped me develop into a you know he teaches things about being a man Mm -hmm. And I love them daily, so that's why, you know, I'll probably, and I know they got, in your area, he has a big concert coming up in Atlanta. Yeah. So nine times out of ten, I'm going to be there. You'll be there? All right. Well, <laughs> I'll make sure I see you, all right? Okay. Well, thank you again for so much for just joining us and sharing again. And we look forward to seeing you out in public, out there yes. on the stage where you yeah. love it. I got my shots. So yeah, I got my costume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming out now. So, but, but if anybody want my music, you can go to any digital outlet and put in Keith Wonderboy Johnson. And right now, I'm promoting my my pandemic suggestion. You don't try the rest. You don't That's put right. Your, you don't put your business all on social media. Now, try the best. Try, try Jesus. Jesus. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I look forward, you can go and look it up on any digital outlet. Just put in Keith Wonderboy Johnson, Try Jesus, and the new project, the, co uh, the collection project, I mean, I'm sorry, the collaboration project will come out uh, this year, probably by September. October. October. September, October, yeah. Okay, all right, bye. I appreciate you for this opportunity. You. Thank you, Ms. Black. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Keith Wonderboy Johnson. I love that guy. To be a guest on the show, you can email me at twandablack at thepgnetwork.org or goodnews at thepgnetwork.org. We'll see you next time. God bless you. And uh, you know what? Keep that good news coming, okay?